not right. The boys went into the machines in their bedrooms, their studios, their best friend's garage or basement. For those who negotiate the system every day to make time for the music that matters. For those who get in debt to fund the fight against the mundane. For those who stay true to their cause even in the face of income and fame through compromise. For those who feel the power of every beat. For those who keep their minds open. For those who encourage and support those pursuing their personal dream. For those who sacrifice relationships to make sure the music is heard. For those for which the music is a lifetime, not a pastime. This is Bass Agenda. 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 to base agenda. to an extra large bass agenda this week three hours of music instead of two the last show with trust the machine gave me the chance to play a lot of techno and in the meantime i got sent a huge amount of electro so we're going to try and catch up on all that today but first of all really pleased to say we've got plant 43 back on the show over 100 episodes ago he uh, selected some tunes for us to listen to back in the days before i did interviews and this time we've got a chance to talk to him find out a lot more about him and his music his background what he's got planned for the future and he's chosen some seriously good tracks for us to listen to as well. We're going to preview his next release, which is coming out soon on Central Processing Unit, called Weightless in the Void. Plus, in part three of the show, in the third hour, Central Processing Unit headman Chris Smith has put together a mix. Some great, great stuff in there as well. I'll do my best to keep you up to date on what the tracks are, but remember, as usual, if you visit soundcloud.com slash bassagenda or use the iTunes feed over the weekend, you'll be able to pick up the show, download it, and get the full track list as well.
really, I didn't start producing that kind of stuff until, you know, I was probably in my late 20s, early 30s. Um, by that time, I had listened to so much different music and, you know, a lot of it is very melodic. You know, I went through various phases and still listened to lots of hip hop and lots of loads of heavy metal, death metal, you know, and there's a lot of melody in a lot of those things. I guess that's probably where it comes from. the name of a planet that was discovered I think in the year that I wrote it which is probably 2014 someone made a video for it on YouTube which is just all footage of space and um, it works really well uh, you know if you're finding the real the world around you um, tough to be in sometimes it's it's quite nice to escape into the stars and uh, think about um, what might be going on elsewhere I just really like the bass line on that track as well. It kind of and and the the big melodic breakdown in the middle is something that I, you know, I, I was quite happy with that, and I've tried to recreate it many times, and probably never done it quite as well since. <laughs> Thank you. 
build a proper studio at home probably around sort of 98-99 I got some I inherited some money from my grandmother and um, basically meant I had a few hundred pounds to spend on bits and pieces and a friend of mine had a um, a Roland MC505 so a lot of it is his fault Um, and basically uh, after yeah he he sold it to me that was like the centrepiece of my studio from that from that point onwards and the actual sounds that it makes are pretty awful because it's it's all just quite poorly sampled instruments Um, but what I kind of I got really used to that as a sequencer and I then bought lots of other kit that I used and I still use the 505 as a sequencer to trigger everything else. emotional kind of feeling that, it, that I, I've managed to create um, I have a belief that it's possible to create music that you can dance to and will make you feel something at the same time um, there's a lot of music that just does one thing or the other 
and I don't know if there's that much in between. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's quite um, complex emotionally. I think it's a bit of melancholy, um, but I think, you know, equally could probably be played in a, in a club set and make people move. I think the thing about Semantica that I really admire about Enrique's ethic is that he doesn't really, um, you know, he, he releases music that he has passion for and he's not so concerned about style. So, you know, a lot of people that like Semantica will follow all of their kind of like techno releases and all of a sudden out of the blue, they'll be like Plant 43 or Morphology or, you know, and, and I, I really admire the fact that he doesn't really care too much about that you know he, he just he just he just likes certain artists and wants to release their music and style wise people just have to kind of like you know uh, and I'm sure there are probably different audiences which buy certain records but I, I just yeah I just think that's quite a nice way that he goes about it This is Keith Tucker, a.k.a. DJ K1 of Aux 88. You're listening to Base Agenda. from CPU he, he, he's, he doesn't mess about and uh, you know he's I asked him if he was up for doing another release and, and he was so um, I think um, that track in particular I just I just like the atmosphere of it I think it's funny how um, when you're writing stuff I tend to find like I always really like the last thing that I made I think it's the best thing I've ever done once I've handed over a, a set of tracks to a label, and I have a few months to think about it while they're um, while they're waiting for the very long lead times that we now have on releasing vinyl, um, quite often I'll find that tracks that I just wasn't you know so into when I handed them over, I, I you know my mind changes about things over time, and and also I tend to find that there are particular tracks which I I sort of never um, that I, you know I keep liking. And that, that was the one out of the CPU tracks that I thought was really um, my favourite out of the five.
wrote that whole album, Scars of Intransigence, just, it was basically after the riots happened. You know, I don't know if many people really picked up on this, but it's quite a political album, or at least attempts to be sort of capturing my feelings about what was happening in society at that point. And I was really quite angry with the government and, you know, the austerity measures and all the stuff that uh, led to the riots. And, and it was, you know, I mean, because I lived in Croydon at the time, it happened pretty much on my doorstep. My partner and I had been helping out local charity who did was a, just a youth service. It was a few, few doors down from us. We, we helped them build a new website and they ran some really cool projects like they basically there was a lot there was a big estate across the road from it where there was lots of kids who weren't really didn't have anything to do and they ran stuff for kids where they they could go and do uh, graffiti they had a music production studio where they had about six packs where kids could go go and make music and it got it got shut down uh, when they started cutting the local funding and I, I just, yeah, it was really, it was just kind of quite, quite a weird experience watching it all unfold so close to home. If you look at the song titles on that track and on that album and, and read the press release, there, you know, it basically sort of, it is, it's me trying to sort of come to terms with how I felt with all that stuff um, going on. What happens for me is I just, I just have loads of stuff kind of goes in and I absorb it like a sponge. And then when I go into the studio, there's all this stuff that I need to kind of get out. The song title probably is kind of just about a sort of feeling of, of emptiness, um, which I think is probably in the track as well, because it's quite sparse compared to a lot of the other things that I've made. up of Destroying Angel. We had uh, Plant 43 of course with uh, GJ1214B released on Cultivated Electronics. 
then the truly amazing Hydro Subway, then new track from his uh, forthcoming release Weightless in the Void, track called Edge of Consciousness, and this track here we're sitting on top of right now is called Cavernous Bones, and the next few tracks we're going to slip into the tracks that inspired him to start making music, kicking off with Craftwork. the movie my friend's mum took took us both and uh, and then I heard craft work and that was it yeah never looked back after that I, I that was another sort of big moment when uh, turbos um, dancing with the broom outside the shop and it's it, yeah that that really kind of got me as well just totally fresh this they they weren't even attempting to play their instruments in a in a sort of traditional style you know it was just like you know this is a new thing that we're doing and everybody just has to catch up with us basically <laughs> There was a local park where I just used to muck about on my BMX and one day I found a tape in the park that just had break written on it. I it's so basically this was at the time that, you know, the whole kind of you know break dancing hip hop thing was just starting to explode in the UK and all of us that's you know, my friends at school were starting to listen to stuff and like all our school discs goes basically turn into break dance parties and um so I found this tape and it had a recording of a show by a DJ called Mike Allen. He, he was he had a show on Capital Radio. I think it was it had a really prime time slot 
and he just got massively into like into early hip hop and it was quite funny because he had a proper if you listen back to him on YouTube he had a proper like smashy and nicey voice and the delivery basically kind of broke that music um, so I found this tape and it had like Mantronics um, I mean I didn't know what any of it was it took me ages to track down everything and then I and then I sort of discovered the sort of street sounds electro uh, tapes because of that um, but that had DJ Cheese my favourite was um, Molly Mole and MC Shan Molly Mole Scratch just hearing that just totally blew my mind it was like you know it's because it was so raw as well you know you, even when you listen back to it now everything about it is just really raw recording and very fresh sounding still and um, that just yeah that, that really was kind of the start of it all for me
Electro there for you. That was Marley Marl Scratch by Marley Marl and MC Shan. Slipping now into something that uh, Plant 43 didn't actually mention in the interview this time around, but I remember he chose this track back in uh, episode 37. Thought it would give us a nice chance to pick up the BPM for a short while. So this is, of course, Underground Resistance.
remember sending mini discs off to uh, like Warp and a few other labels like that and just you know disappeared into the ether. After a few more years of kind of refining what I did, I, I, I landed my first release quite quickly actually because I, I, I sent stuff to about three labels, one of which was AI and then I, I remember I sent some stuff to SCSI AV uh, which is a great label, unfortunately uh, no longer with us. Yeah, AI contacted me and they were they were very quickly like, we're going to do a compilation, do you want to be on it? And of course I just grabbed a chance because I'd been following that label anyway. And I was a big fan of some of the stuff that they'd been putting out, really liked the Jason Solo releases and uh, I think they might have been doing stuff with Des Williams already at that point. Uh, and I'd been collecting a load of other stuff on SCSI AV and, and things like that. It was it, that's actually ten years ago this year, so it's uh, anniversary year for my first vinyl release. Another amazing track from Plant Forty Three there, taken from Scars of Intransigence. That was Dormant Technology. Now we're going to slip into some tracks that he's chosen that have really impressed him lately. Kicking off with this one, Ancient Lights by ERP. I mean, I you know we go back, we go back quite a way. Um, actually, it's it's also the tenth anniversary of him playing at Bleak Forty Three for the first time, which is his was his debut European gig. Um, and we became firm friends at that point and have, have kind of remained in contact ever since. Uh, and I, the reason I picked this track in particular was because it was a track that I first heard um, when I was in Barcelona. I was playing at an AI party, which was just, I think it was when AI was about to stop and they wanted to have a kind of party and they were offered a, a chance to do it in Barcelona and when Sonar was on. And um, and Jason, who runs AI, came out and um, uh, DJed, and he was playing a whole bunch of unreleased tracks. And one of them was his track, and I, I knew it the instant it came on the PA, I knew it was Gerard's track. Um, and uh, I just really loved it, and and it was quite funny because it, Jason didn't release it, and I never heard it again. So I had this video on my camera of him playing this track and I used to listen to it and think oh damn I wish I could release this track it's so good and then eventually finally showed up on um, so the one chuff to finally get that that uh, the, the uh, real track of the whole thing on, on vinyl you know, I guess it sort of goes back to what I was saying about you know dance floor and things that move you at the same time you know it's got that hard edge to the snare that's really kind of you know driving but at the same time, it's got just so much atmosphere and, and very emotive melody.
43 I have got a um, another party come up on the 6th of October and it's at um, the uh, Brunel's Tunnel under the Thames it's a small venue um, in a tunnel which is kind of got some pretty amazing acoustics we did a party there back in May with R.O.S and the Transcendence Orchestra which is uh, my friend Dan Bean and um, Tony Surgeon. Yeah, don't expect to hear any electro. It's um, it's all kind of like experimental ambient music. Um, yeah, and we haven't we haven't announced the lineup for the, the next one, uh, but it's it's pretty good, and I think people are going to like it. Uh, but you can get tickets on Resident Advisor. Um, there's still a few left. There's a capacity of the venue is only about a hundred. Basically, there's this big empty tunnel, and they've built a big staircase that goes down the side and everybody just goes and sits on the floor but the acoustics in there are pretty incredible there's a possibility we might do some other parties soon but this is our kind of current home There's always this debate about whether electro is coming back and you know having done it for sort of however many years now you know it's always hovering and and there definitely are times where it's been much bigger you know like when Miami was really big scene and you know lots of and Anthony Rother was really huge what I've noticed a bit more recently is there are quite a lot of labels like the one that this track is on field who normally release quite a bit of techno and what I've noticed quite a bit is that that you'll find that there'll be an electro track or an electro remix on a techno record and I, I actually have started to I mean I like techno anyway but I, 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 I kind of tend to listen through a lot of the sound clips for, for techno records now just to see if there's an electro track and I've picked up quite a few bits recently doing that um, Maybe I'm not particularly into the techno even, but it will have a really nice electro track.
there's a bit of a 90s feel to that track as well I think it's kind of got something about the production but the, yeah it's it's got a lot of space in it as well um, I like the fact that they haven't filled up the audio spectrum with tons of sounds so I'd imagine it sound pretty good on a big system which is something that I struggle to do I, I'm, a, I'm a constant battle with myself not to fill my tracks up with loads and loads of sounds um, I'd really like to hear it on a big system
following Phil since he first appeared on uh, that label. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's Ecasy, which um, is another really nice label that disappeared after not many releases. But um, I and then when he started releasing stuff on CPU, I was really pleased because I, you know, I'm always saying I think there's something in the water in Dallas because. There just seems to be some great electro producers. Uh, uh, you know, obviously, ERP is uh, uh, somebody that I've followed for a really long time and has played at our parties and stuff. But now there seems to be a whole load of other younger people coming up. Um, and Phil, I just, you know, his his stuff is really melodic too, so that really appeals to me. And I think. Um, that track on CPU is really good. I mean, I, I've been listening a lot to um, his album that he self-released on his on Bandcamp um, called Cosmos, which is just an absolutely amazing album. I've played it non-stop this year, and it's got a great voice too, and it works really well. And, and you don't get that with a lot of electro artists, you know. People, you know, there's been obviously a, a huge focus on vocoder and you know robot voices and stuff and. I think what Phil does with his voice kind of brings it more into that kind of parliament sort of like a bit more of a funk influence which is nice to hear in the music. end of Cygnus with Radical User Interface. Before that we had Artifact with Solaris. We're going to end this section, Plant 43 section of the show, with one more track. 
taken from his upcoming Weightless in the Void release. This is called The Lightning Veil, beautiful Beatles piece of work. Then we're going to slip into uh, some forthcoming and new electro, give you a preview of a couple of releases on Base Agenda recordings as well. So being the 10th anniversary of Plant 43 releases, I've been uh, attempting and hoping to release a bit of stuff this year. You know what it's like with releasing vinyl, things just take a really long time. So I'm hoping before the end of this year to have uh, another EP on Shipwreck, which I've completed, which is called Concrete Connection. And that's basically all tracks that I wrote for my gig at Bergheim last year. So that's the kind of theme of the EP. And at the same time, I, the plan is for Shipwreck to re-release my Scars of Intransigence, which uh, on double vinyl with a different uh, screen-printed front cover. The, when they originally pressed it, I think they only did about 400 copies and it sold out really quickly, so um, they want to do a repress. Um, and yeah, the CPU record, which is called Weightless in the Void, that should be out in November if everything goes to plan. I've got another track on Semantica for their 10 years compilation. I also have a track on a very limited uh, vinyl release on a new label called Verdant Recordings, which is run by um, a friend of mine called Andy Green. It's his first release and it's, it's a lathe cut 100 edition sold out already, I'm afraid, but there is a digital version available. It's, it's me and three other artists um, and uh, definitely worth checking that out. I think the other guys' stuff is really good. This is Base Agenda. As you enter the darkness, try and remember, there is light here too. It just may not be of a shade you have experienced, before this moment. As if returning to the state of a newborn being, you will emerge from this darkness with a clear and open mind. I, am with you, at all times. times, times. Thank you. 
this is Des Williams and you're in tune to the true sound of the underground on Bass Agenda. track the unmistakable atmosphere created by frank cartel it's a track called eternite this is going to be on his coincidences double lp album his third album on base agenda recordings hoping to get that one out towards the end of the year keep your eyes and ears out for it real special piece of work
So we're just slipping through some uh, new and forthcoming electro. Got a whole stack of stuff coming up for you, including Luxus Vata, Black ESC, Somatic 4, Missoula, and lots more. Remember, full track list will be up on soundcloud.com slash bassagenda, and part of the iTunes feed over the weekend as well. Still got CPU coming up in part three as well. And speaking of CPU, this has just come out on that label. I know Chris hasn't included this in his mix, so I'll mention it and play it. This is Blixer Boy, a track called Comet. something from CPU I ought to mention as well as a great event coming up in London next Friday on the uh, 30th of September this is uh, a joint event between Computer Club and Scanned it's taking place at the Tap Room you can find everything you need on uh, residentadvisor.net you've got DMX crew Cygnus is flying in from the US you've got Sync24 you've got CP Smith who's doing the guest mix for us a bit later on this show plus you've got Resident Steve Ullman and Agent 2 as well essential lineup well worth checking it out that's next friday 30th of september kicking off at 9 p.m should be a great night
ADJ and you are listening to Face Agenda. DJ called No Limits, taken from his new album on Diffuse Reality. Before that we had London Modular Alliance, The Mind is a Terrible Thing. Coming up now, some really great new stuff from Fleck ESC, this is going to be out on Tropical Underground, a track called The Cavern.
Space Agenda.
out there right now most of which aren't getting anywhere near the recognition they deserve hopefully you guys can help out with that so we're sitting on top of a new track here from Missoula just getting into it a track called Bang before that we had Somatic 4 with Flood that'll be out soon on Tropical Underground before that something new from Delicate Instruments a track called Triangle Space by LBE Live Better Electrically before that we had Chord Memory Hyboid Galactic Memory Mix by Kurt Godel and before that, Luxus Varta coming back. New release soon. That was a track called Lizzie. A couple more tracks from Base Agenda Recordings to play here before we get into that mix from CPU. Hold tight. Yeah. 
Finlow and you're listening to Base Agenda.
slipping into something forthcoming here on Base Agenda. Should be out any day now. Uh, from Transhumanism, which is a compilation of Dutch Electro. Nice limited orange vinyl featuring Vivo, RX Mode, TF Hats, and this track, Slaves of Sinus. Tracks called People Who Destroy. Available now from Bandcamp and certain stores. And also, same situation with the track before that. Came out earlier in the year. Carl Finlow with Chemical Bonds, taken from his split vinyl EP release on Bass Agenda with Des Williams. Gonna let this one play out, and then Chris Smith's gonna take over with a showcase of Central Processing Unit Records. Without a doubt, one of the most successful and well-run labels out there putting out this kind of music. Stay tuned.
this is Dave Clark and you're listening to Bass Agenda.
This is Southern Scene, and you are listening to Base Agenda.
Hi, this is Gradji Pekanen, and you're listening to Bass Agenda.
great mix there from Chris at CPU Records. Thanks to him for putting it together. Central Processing Unit. Great selection of tunes. So that's coming up to the end now of uh, three hours of great music. So much out there. So many people making this music and not getting recognised. Please do what you can to support these people. Please do what you can to not just rely on the usual names to provide your music to you. Make sure you explore. Dig deeper. Thanks also to Plant43 for being back on the show. Great interview. Really enjoyed that chat. No sign of him slowing down either. In two weeks' time, I'm back with Stormfield, the head man at Combat Recordings. Expect two hours of pure audio violence, including a look at their new compilation. Until then, have yourselves a great weekend. Thanks for your support. Cheers. Central processing unit. Central processing unit. record.net. This is DJ Digital. Thanks again for checking out Andy on the Base Agenda Show.